Welcome to the art of the kickstart.com, where entrepreneurs are constantly pushing the envelope to build businesses of greatness. Inventors are innovating and creating the products of the future, and backers stand strong for what they believe. These are some of the great thinkers, inventors, and leaders of our time. Here are their stories. Hey guys, one of the biggest challenges and questions that I've been getting quite a bit from inventors and innovators out there, and just things I've seen from over 50 plus podcast interviews, is some of the challenges that people have when they're launching their Kickstarter campaign. They want to know, do they have everything ready? Is there anything they missed? So I just put together a checklist, 23 steps to make sure your Kickstarter campaign is absolutely ready to dominate when you launch. You guys can get that for free by going to artofthekickstart.com slash checklist. Just signing up and hopefully that will help you launch your campaign hassle-free and just get it off the ground and running smooth. Hey guys, welcome to Art of the Kickstart. Today I'm pretty excited to have Les Cookson, a modern artist that's fusing technology with past mastery on the line to share his story, helping artists everywhere. Thanks so much for coming today, Les. Hey Matt, thanks for having me on. We kick off these interviews with success quotes, life quotes, something you live by that others can learn and live from. You got anything good? Uh, yes, I do. Let me just try to, I don't know. That's, uh, that's something I say. I say, um, I don't remember. I had something profound that I forgot. Maybe that's my quote. I had something profound that I forgot. I think that uh, invention is 1% inspiration 99% perspiration. I've heard it attributed to Edison and to like Aristotle. So I'm not quite sure who it was, but uh, I think that's definitely the case. Oh, most definitely. You just have an idea, but then you have to run with it. You have to work on it, and it's a ton of work. So I was watching your Kickstarter campaign. We're going to jump right now into Camera Lucida. What is What in God's name is a Camera Lucida? It just sounds crazy, and I have no idea what it is. Can you explain it to people, how it works? Yeah, so it's a it's a device that's been around for a couple hundred years, recorded as far back as 400 years, and it basically uses either a prism or or mirrors or different combinations of optics to create a translucent image of whatever's in front of you. So you look through it and you see whatever's in front of you reflected over your paper or canvas, and then you can draw over that reflection and get a you know a quick sketch to start out your painting or your drawing. It's a really convenient tool for artists, and it uh, makes it a lot easier. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. I'm watching these videos in your campaign, and guys, it literally is tracing an image you see before you to help you get that artistic feel, to get your first your first drawings built. How long have you been doing this? I know you've been working a bit. Yeah, I've been doing it since 2005. The end of 2005 is when I started with the Camera Lucida. So you're doing this, you're creating something artistic as an entrepreneur. Were you an artist in the past? What What is your background? Yeah, I, I came from this at a, from, a, from an artistic perspective. I, I was taking a painting class working on an art degree, and my teacher had brought in a, a camelucida that he made. And he set it up, and he set up some gourds, and uh, everyone in the class was taking turns looking through the camelucida to see the reflected image. And as I walked up and looked through the hole there, I saw this like transparent hologram over the over the over the tablet or little uh, paper he had sitting out there and it was just it 
kind of blew my mind. I stepped away. I didn't really even realize what I'd just seen. And as it sunk in and I realized what it was, it just gave me a chill down my spine and, I, and a passion to try to work with this device and make it better. Something that my, my professor talked about a lot, he was frustrated that camera lucidas usually had small images. And so I spent a long time trying to figure out how I can make the image larger. And also in that process too, I, I found ways of making the image brighter, making the, the brightness adjustable, and working in other cool features that make it work together with more modern technologies. And that's kind of a little bit more where this Kickstarter I'm doing now is headed. So you've been doing this eight, almost nine years now, perfecting an art, an artist perfecting something and becoming a master. Through your journey, what are some of the struggles that you've had getting to this point today where you've raised almost $50,000 on Kickstarter? Um, I think at first I was doing it part-time. I was working, I was doing roofing and going to school. And I was taking, at first I started building it with uh, just leftover crate materials, a lot of you know fine nice wood that was being thrown away and I was using that to build these wooden camera obscuras I was doing originally. And a lot of it was just trying to have this little side business and also have a job and have that all work out of my garage. And then about coming up on seven years ago, I quit the other job and was doing it full time. And then it became a whole different struggle was trying to get this business I was running out of my garage to support me and my family. So it's it's been a lot of struggle trying to get people to know that I'm out there, trying to hit uh, volumes that can, you know, keep it funded and keep keep food on the table. But as as it's gone, it's grown a lot, and I've you know I've have a manufacturer now that builds the camera lucidas, and and it's really taken off into a into a nice business. So you've been doing this now full time for for a bit of time. Why now? Why crowdfunding? Why Kickstarter? Well. One thing, I think a lot of people when they go on Kickstarter for the first time, they go on there and they look around, they're a little bit confused by it, wondering what it is. The first few encounters I had was kind of going on because a friend sent me one thing or another trying to figure out why it is people are giving money to these projects. And then I just would kind of look at it and like, okay, I'm too busy, got too much on my plate, I don't have time to learn this platform. But then what kind of brought me into it, forced me into it, is I got a phone call from someone someday saying that there was a camera lucida they saw on uh, on the internet being sold. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm the only person who sells a camera lucida in the U.S. And, you know. and then he said, no, 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 it's on there right now on Kickstarter. And I was like, what? And I, I looked it up, and it was the Neo Lucida, which from about a year ago. And they raised over $400,000 for a camera lucida. And it really kind of woke me up. First, kind of scaring me that it was going to take my business. Then later realizing as my sales greatly increased from the just the, just more people finding out that the product existed and just bringing awareness in general to the device actually helped my business tremendously. And then it really energized me to uh, to try this platform out myself. And I've worked with various different types of devices, and I've done couple different Kickstarters now. I've done a Zoetrope Kickstarter, which is a uh, 19th century optical toy, and that hit $5,000. I learned a lot on what it takes to run a Kickstarter project, and I then worked and launched another project, and that was a Camera Obscura, which is a sort of like a wooden box that reflects an image, projects an image on a little uh, piece of glass it's basically a pre-photographic camera, so it, it captures an image that can be drawn 
or you can take a picture of with a digital camera. And I launched that one earlier this year, uh, the beginning of this year, and that one hit 40,000. And then that, now I'm launching this one with my, uh, with my camera Lucida. And I've been selling the camera Lucidas for quite some time now. And I've decided to use Kickstarter as a platform to launch a new accessory. And the new accessory is something in the past I might have just worked really hard on a new accessory, thrown it up on the website, emailed all my past customers. A few of them would come back and buy it. Then going forward, people would buy it as orders came in. But now with Kickstarter, it's a it's a platform where I can I can get it out there a little bit more and, and make a project and, and make a video and invite so many more people to come and just find out about my camera lustas and about this new project. And it's a great opportunity. And as you said, right now, we're, we're uh, creeping up on 50,000 and we got uh, a couple more days to go. So I really love the platform because I'm super creative and I love coming up with, coming up with new ideas. I love sharing those new ideas with people and I love making videos to share those ideas with people. And so to have a platform where I can do that and uh, raise funds to uh, to get these these creative ideas, these products made is just like a perfect match for me. And I'm really grateful that I uh, sort of was forced into looking into this a little bit more and then falling in love with the, the Kickstarter uh, platform. That is such a good fit. And it is so cool. This is your third successful Kickstarter campaign. You've learned a ton. And each time you go forward, you do something a little bit differently and you get better at it. And I think it's I think it's really interesting that you were doing this for a while and then just decide, you know what, I'm going to add this to crowdfunding and just see that boom. What would you suggest to other artisans, other creators out there, people that are, have Etsy-type sites where they're running their own e-commerce? Should they get into crowdfunding as well? Yeah, I think it's a, um, it's a good idea. I talk to people, they tell me their ideas and they say something. Like this one guy I was talking to, he was telling me about this this really cool product he has, and it sold really well, and it's a really interesting replica, but he stopped selling it because he's too afraid that when he runs out, he'll have to order 10,000 more. And I you know, I told him, I'm like, hey, I don't know if, if Kickstarter is the right platform, but there is a crowdfunding site where you would do yourself some good to, to put that on there, get people come backing it, get a lot of sales, and be able to place that, that order you need to place without any hesitation because you'll have all these backers supporting you. But I, I think the important thing is to remember that with Kickstarter in particular, it needs to be a creative project. And you can't just look at it as uh, some way of just funding what you're already doing. It's got to be a way that you're you're funding new innovations. Like with my company, I'm always coming up with new innovations, changing my designs, adding accessories, adding products. For companies like that, people on Etsy like that, building things and, and always coming out with something new, if you can figure out how to use the Kickstarter platform, which is no small feat. It's taken me a few different uh, tries at it. You say, you know, I've had three successful, but I've had, I've had my first one failed. It, it's, it's a learning process, but you, when you can do that and you can leverage the uh, leverage crowdfunding to roll out new products, new accessories, it can be a really powerful tool, but it takes some work and it, and it takes some effort, but it can be very, very rewarding. And I would, I would recommend somebody who's who's kind of got an Etsy store or selling something like that that they think kind of fits the Kickstarter mold to uh, get on Kickstarter, start watching some videos, back a few projects, start out with something small and kind of build a little bit of expertise in the area and get a, get some following with some backers and uh, 
you know, it's uh, it's worked out for me, and I know it can work out for a lot of, a lot of other people if they put in the effort. And one of those entrepreneurial myths, those inventor myths, is that to start a business, you have to do something completely new and original. And yet, the camera lucida, it's based off of technology that's hundreds of years old. How can people look to the past for inspiration today? You know, that's that's a really good point. The important thing, you, you go do a patent search. Go to Google Patents and look up things. You'll find patents, you'll find hundreds of patents on a pencil, on a typewriter. And each time you add something innovative to an existing product, you have a new invention. And it's not something that has to have didn't exist before. It's, and looking back to the to the past and old devices that used to be useful, like with the camera, camera lucida, it used to be used all over the place. But it became obsolete because once people could take pictures with a real camera, with a modern camera, it didn't make sense to use this device anymore. But then, so I, I went back in history, grabbed that device out of history, then made it useful again. I made the image larger so you could do larger work. I made the, the image brighter and adjustable so it's actually practical to use without setting up spotlights and doing all kinds of inconvenient things that take too long. And I made it convenient for people today. And then with my Kickstarter campaign, tying it into uh, copying images off of, a, off of a smartphone or off of a tablet, it again makes that old technology relevant today. And then you have a whole new invention, a whole new product that a whole new generation of, of artists can use. And that's, I think, the key in looking toward to uh, the past for inspiration for today is finding things that went, or became obsolete, fix whatever made it obsolete, and then you have a new product that you can uh, that you can sell potentially. That's an absolutely brilliant formula. I want to jump now into the launch round. What do you say, Les? Yeah. Welcome to the launch round, where we take our guests through a series of rapid fire questions geared towards unlocking the inner inventor and entrepreneur in all of us. Get ready to blast off and unlock your inner potential. Let's do this. Um, the first time since I was a little kid that somebody. A friend was. I was at a restaurant with a with a with a friend on a double date with our wives, and he introduced me to the waitress as a as an inventor. And I wasn't quite comfortable with the term because either you're fi- you're filthy rich. So first question for you, Les. Crazy Do you consider yourself garage, an artist, entrepreneur, or an inventor? And I didn't feel I was far enough away from being the crazy person in my garage to to have that label yet. But I'm starting to become a little more comfortable with the idea of uh, being called an, an inventor. I think I think that's where my passion is. I love painting, but I don't do it very often. I, I love it. I don't ever have time to do it because I'm always busy inventing. My idea book used to be full of painting ideas. Now it's full of invention ideas. I paint a few times a year now. I used to do it a lot more often. And because I don't get really excited about the numbers and about the logistics of running a business, I do all that. I, I bust my butt doing all that because it needs to be done. But my passion is in innovating coming up with new ideas, and so I'll have to go with the uh, the inventor label. I 
I love that I as well. I think when you look kind at technology, it used to and be next something that was, was distant. So this is kind of an interesting room. You had a mixture of art, in that technology, and design. Now we and I think that's interesting to look to the future. How do you see technology, both mobile and, and otherwise, affecting art, affecting photography, just changing the way we are, are 10, 20 years down the road? more of the things that we interact with each day in our in our cars and in the the different uh, devices that we use and i think that's the same thing with art as as technology advances so will art in both the ways that it's shared on tv and the way are, are on the internet and the way that we see it and and collaborate together and see each other's artwork and also in just the way that the art is accepted and art is is uh, viewed by everyone else in terms of at what point did photography become an art? Because at first, you know, you were painting, you were drawing, and then people taking photographs, that was considered just some sort of really advanced technology, little doohickey camera thing that was kind of interesting. Then eventually, as it became more normal to everyone, photography became an art form. And I, I think that can happen with a lot more of the art field as, as we become more advanced in technology and art intertwined a bit more just going to open up new mediums of of uh, artistic expression so instagram will be the art of the future guys you heard it here first <laughs> so yes quote me on it if i'm right if not please delete so oh i hope it's wrong next question less so you're an inventor you're an artistic guy Let's say I gave you the opportunity to speak with anyone throughout history you could choose an inventor you could choose an artist who would you want to talk to and what would you ask them about I think da vinci that is the perfect uh, answer. The thing about Da Vinci is uh, the stuff he came up with was so forward-looking. He was he was way ahead of his time, where he was inventing like a helicopter way before there was an engine powerful powerful enough to ever make the thing fly. And his like the way that he looked at things and the drawings he did and the way he tied it into art, I feel a, a bit of a connection with him because I think his creativity for inventing was just hand in hand with his art. And I, I, I would love to talk to him and kind of figure out what was the motivation? What was he thinking when he created that little helicopter looking thing? I don't even know what he calls it. And his little tank thing and the different sort of uh, horseless carts that were kind of like a wind up cart that he invented. I would, I would like to talk to Leonardo da Vinci. That would be a dream come true. Arguably the greatest man of all time, in my opinion. And let's get to the last question now. Books have been really transformational in my life. Have there been any that have really been epic for you that you've just taken a ton away from? As far as as this is concerned, most of the uh, the reading and, and and book things that I and books that I read that really inspire and change my life are in the area of of religion and politics. But as far as more related to this, I think that uh, 1984. Is something that I think about a lot in terms of what Orwell was was trying to say about the importance of of independent liberty and the ability to express yourself, which I uh, I see a lot of things in popular culture kind of harkening back to that. And it's something that I think is a uh, is an important lesson for everyone today. That is definitely a great book, great recommendation. And let's go back to your business, to your Kickstarter campaigns. This this is your fourth campaign, I think you were saying. From this campaign, from the past campaigns, what have you learned? What would you share with other people that are planning on launching their own based on your own successes and failures? Well, there's a lot of different tips and that I would give to people. I think one important thing is to have a well-defined 
story about what it is so that if somebody was going to tell somebody else about your project, they could say it real quick. He's doing a this real fast. You need to have a good narrative that makes sense and it's very clear. The importance of the video and having the video be something that's entertaining and your pro and your product project page being engaging and informative are important, but people, they see that and they do that. And what they miss a lot of the times, I think, is the importance or the, this is the simple fact that if you make a really awesome Kickstarter project and you do everything right and you throw it up on Kickstarter, it's going gonna, it's gonna to crash and burn because it's all about getting people there. Kickstarter will not drive people to your campaign. You have to, you have to get people there. And if then if you can people to your, to your campaign and get to a certain level, only then will Kickstarter starts bringing people to you. It's like being in a crowded room full of people, and if you can't get up on a chair and rise up against the above the rest real fast, you're going to sink down and and uh, you're not going to get any traction. You have to have a base of people you can reach out to who follow you, who who've got your stuff in the past that you can reach out to, and also connect, try to connect with blogs and do what you can to bring awareness yourself. Make sure that you in and of yourself are prepared to bring the backers that you need to fund your project because otherwise it's not going to be done. Yeah, you can't show up to the party and expect people to be there. You've got to bring the party to you. So, Les, you've been an awesome guest. I want to thank you so much for coming on today. If you had one last piece of advice, one thing that people could just take away from this interview, what would you tell them? Well, so many people have ideas. They come to me. They know what I do for a living. They say, hey, Les, I have this idea or that, or that idea. I think an important thing is to, if you want to be an inventor, if you want to start a business, come up with an awesome idea, research the idea, really do a lot of research, see if it's already out there. Don't lie to yourself that you love this idea so much, but there's something similar, but it's a little bit different. You think you can compete and do it. Don't lie to yourself. Find something that's a good product that's not already being sold out there that you can compete with and just give it your all and build a business out of it and, and realize that it's going to be what you have is the 1% inspiration and 99% of your success is going to be your perspiration in making it successful. But it's important to kind of separate yourself from the emotions of the idea so you can look at it objectively. And, uh, then once you, uh, you know, find something that makes sense, go for it and give it your all. If you're not sweating all over the place, you haven't done something right. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for coming on today, Les. We got to give you a chance Pitch your product, pitch Camera Lucida, your Kickstarter campaign, which will unfortunately be over by the time this is done. But you guys can still check it out. Tell people where to find you. Yeah, so you, you can still find it. We'll be doing uh, continuing to do pre-sales and after pre-sales, regular sales on an ongoing basis. So even though you'll get this after the campaign, you won't miss out on it. Just go to drawlucy.com. That's uh, drawlucy.com. And that'll take you to first the page where you can do the uh, pre-sales and then once it becomes available where you can just buy it right off the website. Please come and watch the video. And uh, yeah, I think this is a, something that a lot of amateur artists want to use, people who are hobbyists, professional artists use it, and even people who have never drawn before and they just want to, they want to draw, they, they want to learn. This is a great way to do it. And I encourage you to come to the website and check it out. Everyone wants to be a great artist. This is something that can actually help you take those first couple steps or just elevate your game to the next level. Check it out, guys. Worst case scenario, at least check it out and say thanks to Les for coming on the podcast. 
By the way, thank you so much, Les. You've been an awesome guest. Yes, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Art of the Kickstart, where we believe makers, inventors, and entrepreneurs are changing the world and bringing humanity forward into the future. I'm your host, Matt Ward, and it's been a pleasure guiding you through this journey of creation and innovation. I hope you're inspired by this and check out artofthekickstart.com to get more information and tactics to help you launch your own business, product, and dreams. 